Tempe Brilliance Podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. This episode of Pempier Brilliance is sponsored by the Pempier Content Playbook. The Pempier Content Playbook helps you create, remix, and repurpose your content in less time. Use these plug-and-play templates to streamline your content creation process, get more mileage out of the content you're already creating, eliminate overwhelm, and fill your social media queue. To grab your copy of the Pempier Content Playbook, visit pempiercontent.com. This is episode 25. For more information or for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash two five. Hey guys, welcome to part two of the Better Content series. In the last episode, I talked about the anatomy of great content. Today, I want to talk about where you get those stellar content ideas that attract the right people and make you look like an expert. This is a question I get a lot. People want to know, how do I create more content for my blog? Where do I get ideas from? How do I create more Instagram ideas? How do I create, insert whatever platform they're creating for ideas? And I have a strategy that I want to share with you because I'm going to be real. Coming up with fresh content ideas can be a bit of a chore. I mean, with all the things that we're doing on a day-to-day in our business, trying to figure out what to write or what to post about isn't a problem that we really feel all that excited about solving. So I'm going to share with you a strategy that I use to brainstorm my content ideas. Bonus points that this strategy makes me look super smart on the internet. And that's what I want. I want people to come to my website and be so impressed that they stick around consuming my content. And that should be your goal as well. So this method not only helps me generate a nice idea bank, but when I do it properly, it helps me do a better job of selling my stuff. Because let's be honest, if you're not selling something, do you even have a business? It also helps me create relevant, related on-brand content. And that is a definite win. So the easy way to brainstorm tons of content ideas is to identify your brand's content pillars and create content around that. And I know you're probably asking yourself, what the heck is a content pillar and why do I not know what this is? You might already know what a content pillar is, but for the people in the back who may not know, a content pillar, these are those foundational topics that your brand covers in depth. So it's high value content and it's evergreen. Content pillars provide knowledge that your audience is actively searching for. So if you're wondering how people stumble upon your website from Google or from Pinterest or YouTube, if you're creating YouTube videos, chances are they're searching for things. They're searching for things like, how do I blow out my hair if they have natural hair? Or they're searching for like, how do I build a computer from scratch? All kinds of things people are searching for. That is why Google exists. People are searching for questions and they're looking for the answers. And your content pillars are the answers to your audience's questions. Your content pillars are things that you talk about exhaustively. They should be the topics of your signature offers and webinars. You should be using them to teach your audience by providing practical advice, tutorials, and tips. Your brand content pillars should be focused on the topics that you want to be known for. So if you're thinking about your favorite content creators or influencers online, they probably have their content pillars figured out. 
because they're creating content on brand that's helping you find them. So I like to go back to people that I have actually interviewed on this show. If you think about somebody like Maya Elias, she's really big online talking about content. And that's because she's always putting out really, really great content. Or our friend Amber of Damask Love, she's known for creating really cute, fun DIYs. And that's because DIYs, specifically paper-based DIYs, is probably one of her content pillars. So she's constantly creating paper-based DIY projects. So the list could go on and on. Just think about your favorite online creators and try to see if you can figure out what their some of their pillar topics are. So I've said all this and you're probably thinking like, oh, I'm not doing any of that. And if you're not, chances are you haven't nailed down what your content pillars actually are, which is really, really important here because you need to know what your content pillars are. So let me give you an example. An example of a content pillar would be something like the pillar is achieving your goals. And underneath that content pillar, I could cover the following topics, how to set a goal, what is a smart goal, how to break down a really large goal, apps to help you track your goals, how to set goals that you will actually achieve, three ways to stay focused on your goals. So those are several different subtopics under the topic of achieving your goals. And each one of those sections can be a piece of content. And they all point back to the overall topic, which is achieving your goals. So does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Now, I realized at the beginning of this, I said this was the easy way. And so far, I've thrown out possibly a new word you've never heard of and a lot of other information. But I do feel like this method is the easiest way to brainstorm ideas Because once you choose your pillars, you can cycle through these topics on a consistent basis. So you're never going to start from scratch again. And you'll brainstorm different angles to cover your topics from. So that helps keep your information fresh. That helps you get new spins on ideas that are hopefully going to help you be found in search, help you rank better, and maybe even help improve your SEO if you're titling things properly. Plus, The best part of all is that you'll no longer be tempted to chase after those topic trends. And let's be honest, we all get tempted to chase topic trends when we start seeing everybody's talking about list building and we think, oh, I should talk about list building too because everybody else is. And that's what people are following. But you don't want to do that. You want to focus on creating content that serves your audience. So if list building is not your strong suit, then you don't want to attract the audience that is interested in list building. Don't do that. So here is how to brainstorm content ideas the easy way. First step is going to be to choose your content pillars. So I want you to be clear, first off, on who your audience is and what their needs are. That's going to help you decide which content pillars to choose. You want to make sure you're talking about topics that are going to attract the right people. Once you're solid on that, you know who your audience is and what they need. Think about three to five topics that you can cover comfortably, build content around, and engage in conversations in. The minimum is three here. Ideally, you want to shoot for at least four, but if you can come up with at least three, that's a good starting place. So three solid pillars. What are three topics that you feel really, really comfortable discussing 
exhaustively. I'm talking about like beating this dead horse because the whole thing with your content pillars is this is content that you're trying to be found and search for. This is content that you're trying to be found in Pinterest for. It needs to be really good content. You need to have really have the ability to dig into that topic and talk about it, research it, write some really nice foundational content pieces around that topic. So choose wisely. Don't choose something that you're iffy on or something, like I said, that's just trendy. Choose something that you really feel like you can be an expert on. You're going to be happy researching and learning more about. And that really is on brand for you. Choose five things or up to five things. Second step, build out your pillars. So you're going to brainstorm different subtopics to build out these pillars off of. So think about questions that your audience is searching for related to your pillars. With my goal setting goal, you know, how to set a goal. That's a basic thing that people may or may not be searching for, but probably are searching for related to goal setting. If you're drawing blanks, say you start with a couple of ideas and you're you're drawing blanks, you can't really think of other ways to approach this topic. Here are two other ways to boost your ideas. One, search Quora. Quora is one of those websites, if you ever Google, you probably have stumbled upon Quora and it's spelled Q-U-O-R-A, Quora. I think that's how you say it, Quora. It's a website where people go to ask questions and there's all types of questions in there, but you can create an account for yourself and you can ask questions and you can answer questions. But anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. The point for searching Quora is that chances are people have ask questions related to your topic. So search for your topic and see what related questions come up. Jot down any questions that you feel like would be really good for you to cover for your brand. So that's one way to boost ideas. A second way is to type your topic into the visual search on Pinterest. We all know Pinterest is a visual search engine. It's doing just a good job as Google. And a lot of people go there first to search for advice now, especially business related things. So make a note of any ideas that pop up that interest you. What I like to do is, for example, let's say I put goal setting in the top. I like to scroll through all of the pins that come up and see like, are there any things in here that I missed that would be a really good, smart idea for me to cover for my brand? And then up under the search bar, you'll see these little tiles that will have other words and stuff that are related to the main topic. Um, hello, guys. That is another way for you to build out your pillars and your, your sub, with your subtopics because each one of those individual tiles is another page full of related pins and keywords that are related to that initial one. So that is just a little tip that can help you with brainstorming additional ideas and a little bit of keyword research if you're into that. After you have one chosen your your pillar content and then started building out your pillars, your third step is to map this stuff out in your editorial calendar. Because what's the point of having all of these great ideas if you're not actually putting them somewhere? So map it out in your editorial calendar. You can use a physical planner or some type of digital planner or task manager But go ahead and start setting some dates for when you want certain things to go live, when you want to post about certain things. It's better to plan it now so that you know what's coming up and you can build out time to complete them. And then my fourth step would be 
to work backwards to batch create some of these topic ideas. A really simple way to work backwards to create timelines for creating your content is just thinking about how long does it take you to create a piece of content. So if it takes you a day to create a blog post, then look at when this blog post is due and think about where you have space in your schedule to create this and just work backwards. So if it's due in two weeks, over the next two weeks, look on your schedule and figure out where is there space to get this done completely or get parts of it done and then pencil in those dates for creation. And just like that, in two weeks, you'll have a blog post. So I hope this was helpful. I really, really, really want to make sure that the series is helpful to you and that you guys are creating really good content because it makes me really sad when people have great ideas and they don't have the content to back it up. So if you're creating the right content, it will attract the right people to your platforms. And again, that is the goal. So let me know what you think. Have you used pillar content before? Is this a new term for you? Is this something that you're going to try? I would love to know. You can always hit me up on Instagram at StarChasersOnly, or you can email me hello at KeepChasingTheStars.com. I would love to know how you're doing with this pillar content. And before you go, don't forget to check out our sponsored product, the Pimp Your Content Playbook. You can learn more information and grab your own copy by visiting pimpyourcontent.com. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success for my most popular guests. Download it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.